Welcome to the Spirited Advocate Podcast, brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, the leading voice for the distilled spirits industry. Now your host, Chris Wonger. Hi, everybody. Welcome again to the Spirited Advocate Podcast. Uh, we're excited uh, about this podcast, for sure, because we have the president and CEO of Reserve Bar. As everybody can imagine, uh, navigating through the COVID-19 crisis, uh, there's really been a big boom in uh, home delivery of distilled spirits products. And Reserve Bar has been on the front lines of that effort, uh, making sure consumers all around the country uh, get uh, their favorite cocktails and their favorite distilled spirits. Lindsay, uh, welcome and thank you for being with us. Uh, Lindsay, tell us about Reserve Bar. How did it start? Uh, how long have you been in operation? And just give us a great overview. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Uh, Reserve Bar started about uh, eight plus years ago. Um, I'm one of the uh, co-founders and it really started out of, uh, uh, it was founded on the basis of the, the really the need of the industry driven by the suppliers, the major suppliers, um, as a way to harness the power and really in some ways you could just say cat play catch up in the e-commerce world of you know how to utilize all their digital marketing and uh, the e-commerce capabilities that every other industry had been uh, already you know well well ahead to um, satisfy uh, customer demand and expand the access to uh, to spirits in in particular and then other beverage alcohol and specifically what i mean is that the three tier system up to that time had you know created constraints that other industries did not have um so even today the um the spirits world is still just playing pre covid has been playing catch up for e-commerce so they turned to uh, Diageo uh, and other suppliers turned to Reserve Bar, which really was just a concept at the time, as as a as a partner to not only uh, be three tier compliant, but also as a way to again um, utilize e commerce. So we we started off as a digital marketing partner and a platform that the major suppliers have have supported in in marketing and other other efforts and um today we not only have uh, relationships with every major supplier but with dozens upon dozens of emerging uh spirits brands craft brands etc and so we look at ourselves as not only a means for consumers to be connected to their favorite brands but also as a destination for uh, discovery of premium, ultra premium uh, spirits, um, and and we are constantly innovating. So, for example, we are we even pre-COVID we had plans, and we have just rolled it out our cocktail lounge category, where people could learn about cocktails, uh, but also make them shoppable, if you will. Um, they can purchase the the bottle, they can purchase the bottle and the accessories, they can bottle um, purchase the bottle and the and the mixers and uh, glassware, etc. So. We 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 have seen obviously the 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 transition of the industry and consumer behavior to focus more on on e-commerce um, over those eight years. 
No doubt. So the uh, reserve bar is eight years old, right? Right. Yes. So obviously, just reflecting back, you know, early March, uh, nobody could have really imagined uh, that we're sitting here uh, today, two months later, really, uh, all working virtually. In the in the early days of March, uh, did could you imagine uh, what would what has transpired since of Reserve or really being a platform that would really come into fruition, and it's really going to change the marketplace. And as you stated, uh, what's great about Reserve Bar is it is three tier. Uh, compliant, which is terrific, uh, because the product goes certainly from the supplier to our great distributors and then through the retailers. So, but could you have imagined? Can you go back and reflect early March? Do you think? Do you think yeah. you could have imagined where we where we are today? Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, the answer the answer is no. The way we we view it, and I think now uh, you see a lot of industry analysts. Uh, coming out with similar uh, opinions, so I don't want to say uh, I, I own this this uh, this thesis, if you will. Uh, but I think we're we're really right at um, ground zero, if you will. What we have seen, as 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 you alluded to, is you know an incredible acceleration of consumer behavior. Whereas we expected, we projected, we assumed, however you want to put it, that over the next five years. E-commerce in general in the spirit segment would continue to grow and hopefully knock on wood, so would reserve bar. But we've seen this incredible spike in demand, which which we know will and, and hopefully will for the good of the country, will, will subside uh, sooner rather than later. But the, the acceleration and the change in consumer behavior um, is, is really here to stay in the sense that um, whether you say it's three years or five years, um, what we expected to be three or five years, that, that change in consumer behavior has has occurred. And you can even go back. Uh, there have been some very interesting analysis of um, the first SARS epidemic in, in China. Um, that was kind of the inflection point for all the major Chinese general e-commerce sites like Alibaba, et cetera. So, um, you know, prior to COVID, it was one out of 10 at most, two out of 10 people in the U.S. knew that you could even purchase spirits online, and that was in any capacity. So to, to us, and I think the entire industry, you know, had realized it was really more a sense of customer, uh, consumer awareness, if you will, of information. And COVID for, again, all the wrong reasons, but it has accelerated that, that learning curve for the, for the consumer. It must have been like getting on a rocket ship, right, around yeah. March 15th. Dr- drinking out of, out of a fire hose. I would right, imagine, right, right. The right. proverbial fire hose. Yeah. On top of that, just all the anxieties around, you know, quarantining and all of the above. So, you know, on behalf of the Distilled Spirits Council, uh, thank you for uh, for being there and on point and all that you're doing for uh, our consumers all around the country. What makes what makes Reserve Bar unique? Uh, there are some other great delivery platforms out there, uh, no doubt. You mentioned uh, you you've got a like a cocktail kit. Uh, tell us a little bit about what makes Reserve Bar uh, so unique compared to others. 
Sure. Uh, thank you for that, that opportunity. Um, as you mentioned, there are some, obviously there, there are a handful of other players in the segments uh, and uh, we, we know of all of them. I know personally a bunch of them and they all, you know, they all do some, some great jobs and it, it, it may sound silly, but we, we don't look at them as competitors. Uh, we look at them as another industry participant because first off this this industry and the, the growth of, of you know the expected growth is is so big that it can accommodate you know multiple players multiple successful players and so you know obviously uh, I want them to succeed just like we're succeeding because I think it it's self-reinforcing for the entire industry you know, much, quite frankly, much like I think the suppliers and, and really the, the, the smart people uh, in the e-commerce groups like uh, at the Agio, Renault, Bacardi, et cetera, you know, they, they've, been, they've been pioneers in their thinking of knowing that e-commerce is not just replacing bricks and mortar sales to e-commerce. It's actually broadening the entire market, which helps not only the suppliers and the distributors, the wholesalers, and, and, and retailers. So where we have staked out sort of our claim in the e-commerce segment is on the more premium, uh, if not ultra-premium and luxury uh, area, where we, we, although we sell plenty of, quote-unquote, every, everyday spirits, and obviously during, we've seen that phenomenon kick up much you know, much faster. Uh, so where people are just building their bar, replacing their bar, stocking up. But you know, our our average order value is is the highest in the industry, and uh, we we have built sort of a, a niche in limited editions, uh, new releases, also emerging emerging brands. We've we've done a lot in the celebrity influencer space because. From, from a brand perspective, supplier perspective, we, and again, I, I take no credit, all, all the, the good people uh, that, I've, that I've hired, I'll, I'll give them the credit, but seriously, we have built a, a sort of an, a competence and acumen in digital tactics, in understanding data, being able to be sort of a, a real consultant to the suppliers and letting them know the tactics, the best way to reach consumers and for the consumers, where as as I think I mentioned before, we 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 want to be, and I think we are uh, a place for them to discover not only their their favorite spirits, you know, whether it's uh, you know uh, Johnny Walker or the Glenlivet or uh, Great Great Goose or, or Patron, etc., but also to see other new things. We're adding a lot of lot of lot more content, a um, lot more educational content. What's the difference between single malt and uh, blended scotch, or or single malts for the experienced uh, scotch drinker? That that kind of thing. So that's where we we look at ourselves as not just uh, you know a, a, d- a delivery means or a delivery platform. It, it's it's more of a a fully fully branded, more experiential place. And uh, as I said, there. There are plenty of uh, segments within our spirits e-commerce segment where others play, and the industry is is plenty big and growing to accommodate all of us. I would imagine the suppliers love to have that real-time consumer data as well. How did so does Reserve Bar pitch the suppliers, or do the suppliers come to Reserve Bar and say, 
I've got a great brand and we want to make sure it's hosted uh, on Reserve Bar. How does that work? Uh, just give us the basics, the basic mechanics. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of craft distiller members uh, around the country. Obviously, we've got uh, you know, the greatest distilled spirits companies in the world that are engaged. But how does that work? Is it a two-way interaction between Reserve Bar and the supplier? Yeah, I, I, I think that's a, great, that's, that's a great way of putting it. Um, it's a great question. I think that's, that's, that's an accurate description. I think it's a two-way um, we, we are, we, we, we field every, every week inquiries from, from new brands, um, for example, that want to be on reserve bar and we, we kind of coach, coach them uh, up, not just, you know, any false modesty, but we, we explain to them, you know, why this is a very efficient means for them to, uh, either launch or expand their brand because going, let's face it, the old traditional way of retailer to retailer and, and spending the money not, not only on, on brand awareness, but hopefully when someone learns of their brand, they find it in the stores. That will happen kind of organically as, as they build themselves up. That, that, that's their, that's their, their job. But be able to reach a customer, um, you know, after they've a customer has learned about them, that is a vital, you know, uh, sort of uh, tool and asset for for not only their launch or their growth. And then the major suppliers, we have conversations with them, you know, every every week, every day, as the case may be. And as you said, sometimes they're telling us, sometimes we're we're, we're inquiring to them, and we're now at a stage where we. We plan many months ahead, often for for new new campaigns. Terrific, terrific. Uh, how many states do, is is Reserve Bar in? Uh, only uh, selected states permit uh, the this delivery platform. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, it's it's approximately thirty states, and you know, as 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 you certainly have seen, and even the casual uh, news reader. Um, in their own state, that the the states are, um, you know, in some ways playing catch up, but also being um, they're being forward thinking in 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 determining how they should, you know, accommodate the let's call it the new phenomenon of spirits sure. e-commerce. Whereas yeah. again, um, you know, we we always want to be. <laughs> to coin a phrase, pro pro regulator, pro we want to be pro regulator, pro consumer, pro dis, uh, distributor, uh, pro supplier, and and I think quite frankly it's more of a uh, again an awareness issue, just like it was for consumers, but for for states reacting to not only what their con- consumer demand is, but to understand how uh, the various participants like Reserve Bar are actually. Um, you know, a, a net positive for them, um, whether you want to just call it, uh, you know, increasing economic activity and, and sales tax, quite frankly, for, for those states that haven't yet adopted e-commerce or simply um, satisfying their constituencies, the consumers, while also helping out their retailers and obviously the general public of making sure things are regulated in an orderly way. So if, uh, if I could throw a plug uh, out there, I would say if, if to the extent there are 
any regulators that are just uh, state politicians who are just starting to learn about e-commerce's significance in the spirits industry is please reach out to us because we want to work uh, collaboratively to make this, as I said, a, w- a win all, all around. Absolutely. And this is something that Discus is looking at. How can we uh, play our role uh, just because of Discus being an advocacy organization? How can we help take those 30 states and make it 50 states, right? Because uh, this is just a, a great consumer convenience access point. Uh, embraced by everybody in the industry as well, uh, and everybody's really excited about it. And you just look what has happened with the growth of the platform just over the last last two months. So, uh, Discus is very much looking forward to uh, trying to be helpful uh, with the regulators. Uh, and I think what's unique about uh, the delivery platform in itself is that upholds uh, appropriate social responsibility standards, which is always an important element, uh, and so forth. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, the cocktail, the, the cocktail lounge. Uh, that's a, that's a new, uh, new platform for you? Yeah, that's um, it's a new category on, on, on our site. Um, and we've been working with, um, I think, uh, with, with, the suppliers, uh, I think various brands pre-COVID were very much um, prioritizing cocktail content. Um, and uh, obviously, with the, uh, the advent of, of COVID and social distancing, it's become, I think, more of a priority as a way to um, allow people to uh, celebrate at home, to learn at home, but yet they can't go out to get their favorite spirits or they can't order their favorite spirits cocktail um, at a restaurant or, uh, or, or at a bar. Um, so there was pre-COVID the phenom- the, uh, uh, an accelerating phenomenon of home entertaining. Unfortunately, again, home entertaining is more, you know, sure. self, 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 social distancing. Right. right. So, um, you know, where, whereas someone can search for, let's say, a uh, margarita recipe they now they now can search on reserve bar not only by the drink or the category in that case tequila or by a particular brand and we are um incorporating um some specialty content video either supplied by by the brands themselves or that we are procuring through the the star you know if you will the the star uh, mixologists and and certainly what we hope going forward is to be able to um, provide another outlet for for bartenders and mixologists uh, to 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 not only make possibly you know earn some uh, some money to recoup some money but um, but also to get their name out and 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 do things that unfortunately they've been they've been uh, you know constrained and and you know quite frankly put out put up put out of work in most cases which of course is a we could talk for for hours on how how terrible that is so we um we look at it as a place for education and fun and you know for for uh for our visitors but then they could also purchase um you know two two bottles of of the spirits that they would need they could also um 
include something like Fever Tree as a mixer or um, the, access, the, the bar accessories or, and glassware. And that's something where um, uh, the, it also something is giftable, something I left out of where Reserve Bar also, you know, my, my colleagues um, would, would kill me if they would, say, they would say I overlooked the obvious, is um, we, Reserve Bar is very much a, a gifting platform. And so, you can do customized uh, bottles, right, Lindsay? You can do yeah, customized yeah, bottles as yeah, well. Thank you. That, that we, we've engraved bottles from really from our launch. Um, you know, it started with uh, Johnny Walker Blue and Diageo and Johnny Walker were, were very much uh, pioneers in, in, in gifting, personalized gifting. And something that we've really kind of proselytized to all the brands over the eight plus years is that although the industry we know spikes during uh, October, November, December, and and Father's Day for gifting, but gifting is a is a 365 day uh, year uh, occasion. Everyone has a business occasion. Everyone has uh, you know birthdays to, to celebrate, anniversaries, retirements, promotions, etc. Um, just like the flower industry has been built on on the gifting occasion. Spirits, has, Spirits actually has even more uh, uh, gifting occasions. And, you know, what we've uh, helped communicate to people without, you know, without it see, be, becoming unseemly is that uh, quarantine has produced, uh, unfortunately, another gifting occasion is you want to reach out to someone be, uh, and, and just let them know that they're, you know, you're thinking you're, of them thinking of them right and um or sending a bottle to someone and you see the phenomenon of uh, virtual toasting and virtual uh, get-togethers and, and 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 so that's another another gifting occasion so uh, and that has been adopted with you know from all 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 the, all the suppliers um now have been very uh, you know voracious uh advocates um and voracious uh um, clients, if you will, of trying to uh, get get through to um, to gifting. Uh, you know, really, why, why should the spirits industry leave that to flowers and other luxury goods? Um, so, what we've been kind of on the forefront of of doing is bundling spirits bottles with not only the obvious things like glassware and and accessories, but also. Um, actively seeking out partnerships with other premium and luxury brands. So whether it's um, uh, handmade leather goods and, and pairing that with, with bottles to make, make something even more, more giftable. Because there are some people, consumers in general, feel like sometimes, hey, a bottle of, of, the, of the favorite spirits is, is, is a gift that can't go wrong. But also there are times people say, ah, I don't want to just give a bottle. So that's why sure. personal and gift bundles become even more attractive and you know in our own little way we 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 hope and expect that we are expanding again the overall volume for the three-tier system by by creating that gifting occasion no doubt about it okay so if i'm uh mr consumer uh, do you just get on and become a subscriber to reserve bar is that how that works no, just uh, it's like accessing any uh, e-commerce site like uh, yeah. Amazon or go, go to Amazon, and um, 
you know, um, we we hope to be even getting the bottle to people even faster than Amazon's getting, uh, you know, Good uh, their goods these days. Um, but, um, you know, that's another interesting, I think, uh, phenomenon is post-COVID, um, the whole idea of, of people um, wanting their items a la uh, Amazon uh, in one day or same day, there's still going to be rationale and occasions why people want that. But, um, you know, we, we've been servicing people through uh, courier and ground delivery for, for the most part. Um, and again, it helps when we're more in the more premium area. But we, we see customer behavior changing also for people just wanting to stock up the bar. Whereas, I mean, you tell me, this is my, my, my thought is post-COVID, we, we may not all need to go hoard paper towel, but at the same time, we may say, yeah, I'll sign up for a monthly delivery or even weekly for some goods because uh, if, I, if I fall behind and I'm, I'm getting too much, okay, it's not the worst to sort of have an inventory. You'll be all right. Got some stuff. Right. 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 It, it's, it's, not, it's not, again, uh, panic buying, but it's, it's almost like it's not the worst thing. And I think that's going to be uh, part of consumer behavior that, again, we hope to you know, satisfy where people are coming to us um, and, and purchasing, again, whether it's a monthly basis, every other month, weekly for certain you know, consumption and, uh, and, and mixer type items. So um, that, that will be, again, uh, you know, your guess is as good as mine, but I think that's part of the consumer behavior. Uh, and that will just, that will help, again, the, the entire three-tier system, and that will help the biggest suppliers and, and, and those uh, craft brands that are trying to emerge. Great, great. Okay, Lindsay, uh, this is where we pivot and we do uh, a couple of fun questions. You're stranded on an island and you can only take one, one great bottle with you. Uh, or maybe it's, it could be Japanese whiskey. It could be vodka. Uh, what would, what would be your pick? And then what's your favorite cocktail? Okay. Um, I would say, uh, if I can split it down the middle and actually pick two, I would say I am a champagne lover. So I, I would, would have to say I have to include champagne, but, okay. uh, uh, te- tequila is, is lately has been my, uh, has been my go go to um I and like that. Ni- 19, 1942 uh definitely couldn't go wrong with but uh, certainly i can't i can't slight um you know a lot of my other good friends at uh everyone from patron oh, to casa dragones and uh and some other uh great great brands um and uh so i love love discovering uh new new tequila but uh uh, 1942 was was my my uh, discovery of uh, of luxury uh, uh, tequila that that's go to. A little bit of bubbly and a little bit of tequila. You can't go wrong on that island, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you'd be better off than Gilligan, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would need the professor more than Gilligan. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Exactly. He, he would he would know how to create uh, the create a still just like uh, they did in Mash, right? Oh yeah, you would. Uh, I, I love that show uh, when I was younger. Uh, if you had to pick anybody, dead or alive, uh, that you'd want to have a cocktail with, any thoughts on that? 
That's a great, that's a great question. Um, I'm going to say, uh, Wyatt Earp. I'm a big, big fan of the old West and Wyatt Earp, uh, fascinating. Was fascinating to me. Um, everything from, you know, the, the myth, the legend, he was apparently, cause there's still a lot of, you know, historical, uh, you know, disagreement. Um, he was not all good, not all bad. He was like, I guess, like any of us. He was at times the hero and times the anti-hero. And it probably wouldn't hurt the fact that he spent a lot of his time either owning or running saloons or sitting at a, at a table drinking at a saloon. Um, so that probably would make it for some interesting, uh, you know, extracurricular activities at, at various times. And... The if I could add a backup, um, I would say uh, Joe Strummer and and or uh, Mick Jones from The Clash. Very good. How about that? All right, bringing in The Clash. Good stuff. Yeah, and Wild yeah. Earth's a, a good one too. So and, and 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 I think both both of those maybe have a theme that you know Wyatt Earp would be you know Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday and uh with the clash it was Joe Strummer and Mick Jones and uh I, I very much look at my my co-founder uh Jeffrey Carton as very much um that that kind of role whether he's the Wyatt Earp and I'm the Doc Holliday or vice versa um you know he's always had my back I've always had his and uh again I would be remiss not only to uh, to bring him into the conversation, whether he'd want to be or, or, or not, um, but uh, that that would be that would be my uh, that would be my That's choice. Pretty cool. Very good. Well, look, Lindsay, on behalf of the Distilled Spirits Council, uh, really thank you for all of your leadership. Uh, we are really excited and looking forward to working with you, uh, and. Uh, Uh, Just uh, congratulations on all uh, the recent success. And I think the world has changed dramatically. And thank goodness for the reserve bars of the world because that is uh, enabling getting great brands out to uh, consumers all around the country. And uh, just thank you for all that you do for the industry. And we're really excited and looking forward to working with you. So thank you and cheers to you. Cheers. Thank you for all the great work you're doing in your organization. And uh, we're very proud to be part of Discus. The Spirited Advocate podcast was brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States. If you'd like to be a guest speaker on the show or send us topic suggestions to cover, please contact us at podcast at distilledspirits.org. And please like and share these episodes. Your support is very appreciated.